0: you <laughs> I feel it in my bones. Got a feeling this is going to be the last episode of book one, guys.
1: <sighs> wow. We'll see about that.
0: Yeah. With you guys, <laughs> you'll stretch it out another seven episodes. Don't you worry. You'll stretch it out another seven episodes.
2: We got a knack for that. <laughs> yeah.
0: But on that, I want to get right into this because I am pumped for this ep. And one of the reasons why I'm pumped is because, man, we're, we're I think we're what, four for Four. For flashbacks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Liel? Yes? Last episode, you cast gaseous form on yourself. Yeah. You leave the rest of the group, and you start your own little scouting mission. As you pass through these copper bars and turn the corner, you are for... I would assume for the first time in a long time, very much alone with your thoughts. And for you, the listener, uh, as she turns the corner, it's not out into this waterlogged underwater cave that you see, but instead you return back to Liel's familiar training courtyard. Full of beautiful plants and trees that are just starting to feel the cool crisp of fall. Birds can be heard chirping. And we see on the far side of the courtyard, just inside the entrance, stands a group of five official looking men. And they appear to be waiting for something as they peer out of the open gate towards an empty road that disappears into the forest. As you, the listener, approach, you can hear a conversation taking place between two of the men standing in front
3: of the other three. They reported back that the mission was a success, sir. Is that the reason for this welcome party? Yes. We need to
4: show her that we continue to trust her and her abilities. If you don't continue to foster her faith in us,
3: she won't follow through. ...when the time comes. I understand. But... Is this plan really... ...how we would do this? Is there really no other way to convince her? We need to show her... ...that
4: the company... ...is who she can trust... ...and no one else. She's done well these past two years. She's proven her loyalty. But now... ...it's time to secure it. As if to interrupt their
0: conversation... The sound of hoofbeats echoes in the distance. Looking out into the forest, we can see a group of riders approaching. And as they draw closer, we can see that it is in fact Patrick out ahead of the others, looking very war-torn. Followed closely behind is Liel, who resembles much more of the Liel that we've come to know. The group comes to a halt just outside the gate. And Patrick and Liel dismount and approach their welcome party. Hi, Commander. An incredible honor to have you welcome us home.
4: Well, when we heard the good news of how well the missions went, the Council felt it necessary to congratulate you in person. This was a very high stakes assignment, and the outcome was the decided factor for many decisions regarding the future of your party. Uh,
0: Well then, uh, I hope that our success has swayed the Council in our favor.
4: Indeed. Yet another reason I am here in person. Your work over these past two years, along with your many successful missions, has earned you a promotion, Captain. Sir...
0: I am incredibly honored. But I have to say, I would be nothing without my crew. And, of course, my number two. Liel has been
4: indispensable. And that's just what we want to hear. Liel, you have proven yourself quite capable. And your loyalty to the society is praiseworthy. The council has decided, after two years in the field with your party... You think you were ready for your first solo mission. And should all go well from here, maybe. A command post of your own is in your future.
2: Are, are you serious? I mean, well, sir, I, I'm honored. I don't really know what to say.
0: Solo? Already?
2: What do you mean, already? Don't, don't you think I'm ready?
0: Well, I mean, well, yes, you are, but, sir, when I say that she's indispensable, I mean, without her, our team's successes would be not. She does so well here, working with us.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I guess that is something we should take into consideration. I'll confer with the council and we will reconvene on this matter at a later time. The High Commander and his comrades turn and head
0: into what we can now see as a front of a stone fortress.
2: What was that? Did you really just try to undermine a promotion for me, Patrick?
0: <laughs> Liel, no. You know that I think you're more than ready. But solo missions are dangerous. And as a mission commander, it's even more dangerous. And if something happened, I would never... Listen. Can we talk about this later? We're both tired. And I have some things that I must see to, to button up this mission. As Patrick heads off to see to his business, we see Liel, left standing alone, looking confused and bewildered by what just transpired later we close our eyes to open them and find ourselves in a small bunk room it's dusk the low glow of candlelight illuminating the room revealing just a single bed a desk facing a window an open wardrobe with a variety of clothes armor and a few weapons along with a rose-hilted blade sticking out. And seated in that chair, we find Liel sitting and reading by the candlelight. With that, we return to Liel as she continues her solo scouting mission. So Liel... You said last episode that you wanted to turn the corner and actually progress all the way down, floating over this underground water system yeah, till it got to the beachhead and yeah. potentially even going inside of this small cave or uh, the small path. so, two minutes pass, and as you're slowly floating over, it is eerily quiet. You pass by this first, uh, if you remember last week I told you that there was an opening in the cliff face. And I'm sure that you carefully look inside of it as you pass by, being wary from what you heard from your other compatriots see nothing you continue on until finally your ethereal feet leave water and reach land now peering back into this little opening between two rocks you see that it's about 12 feet tall so the height's not the problem the problem would be that if you were not in your gaseous form you would have a very hard time squeezing yourself through. Do you continue?
2: Uh, How much time has passed?
0: About three minutes.
2: Uh, Yeah. I continue down it as quickly as I can.
0: And I see you as you're like instinctively, you know, placing your hands as if you uh, like were kind of shuffling yourself through not quite realizing that you can just kind of cloud your way through this you know you've you've lived the majority of your life in <laughs> solid form and so
2: I, w- I would say all of it up until now
0: <laughs> so the concept of being in uh this form is uh, rather foreign And as things get smaller and smaller and things weigh on your mind, almost like this rock is getting narrower and narrower and you're just instinctively moving slower and slower, we're brought to yet another moment in your life. Suddenly, a frantic knock on the door. Startled by this disruption, Liel, as we left her last time reading by the candlelight, gets up, walks over, and answers the door.
3: <clears throat> Sorry to disturb you, ma'am. Um, your presence is required in the meeting hall.
2: This late? Why?
3: I'm not privy to that information, ma'am. I was just sent to retrieve you.
0: She thinks to herself as she's escorted to the meeting hall.
2: Something must have happened with the mission. There's no reason why they would need me of all people this late.
0: Only minutes later, arriving on the other side of the fort, two large oak doors open, and Liel enters a very large, ornately decorated room. Shelves of books, floor to ceiling, line almost every wall, and glass cases are spread around the perimeter of the room, holding a variety of antiquities and artifacts. The room itself is lit by the glow of several roaring fireplaces, and a large table, with 20 seats around it, resides in the center of the room. And sitting at the head of this table is the High
4: Commander. My apologies for the lateness of the hour, but the severity of the matter demands urgency.
2: Uh, no apologies necessary, sir. I will help any way I can.
4: I'm glad to hear you say that, because what I'm about to tell you will most certainly come as a shock. How long have you known your leader?
2: Patrick... Um, I think almost seven years Why? What's happened? Is he okay?
4: And during that time Did you ever glean any information As to his dealings Outside of the society?
2: Outside of the society? De- dealings? What do you mean? He- he's only ever served The society for as long as I've known him
4: During the last two years of your commissioned work on his team, were you ever made aware of the final destination of the artifacts that you acquired? No.
2: Patrick always said that it was his job to worry about that, that it was above my ranking.
4: And did he ever give you cause or instruct you to question the leadership of the society? Or the council themselves?
2: No! Sir, please, what is going on?
4: Liel, you're smart. You're a fighter. You do what's necessary not only to survive, but for the greater good. Despite your distrustful nature, has the society ever given you cause to question our motives or reason to doubt your own loyalty? No, sir. We've always taken care of you, given you protection and an environment to thrive in.
2: Yes, sir. I owe much to the society. Yes,
4: you do. And even now, the council is ready to bestow upon you a promotion. We think you are ready. We trust you and your abilities, and we're ready to greatly reward you for your hard work and loyalty.
2: Thank you, sir.
4: But we have to make sure that you are committed to us as we are to you. Patrick's words this afternoon did initially give the council pause as to your readiness for this next step. But more so, it raised some curiosities about Patrick and his motives.
2: Motives? I'm not sure I understand...
4: Yes, Patrick is not as committed to the cause as he has led you to believe. For the past eight years, Patrick has been misleading everyone so that he might position himself to financially profit off the company. He's a traitor, Leal.
2: No! That's not possible. There must be some misunderstanding. There
4: is no misunderstanding. The council ordered to have his room searched, and we have found these.
0: The high commander throws a stack of small books across the table.
4: Records and diaries dating years back, detailing everything. His desire to manipulate the company to funnel money into his own pockets... His intent to rise through the ranks, so he would have better access and opportunities to launder the artifacts and retrieved on the, the artifacts retrieved on missions, and his plan to use you to do it. You realized your potential early on. His plan has always been to train you, gain your trust, hone your skills then use you to boost his standing in the company through the success of your missions. He doesn't want you promoted, not because you're indispensable to the party, but because you're indispensable to his operation.
0: Tears begin to stream down Liel's face.
2: I I can't believe this is true.
4: It is. You can see for yourself, those books are written in his own writing. Liel, you yourself said that we have never given you any reason not to trust us. I know you cared for Patrick. It's only natural after working so close with someone for so long. But I tell you the truth. That is what he who manipulated Your trust I take no pleasure in telling you this But I feel That you are owed That much respect The society cares About your welfare Liel We want you to thrive With us But we had to make sure Where your loyalties Truly lie
2: How could I have been so stupid
4: No You're not stupid he fooled many, but his deception now comes to an end, and justice can now be served.
0: At that, the doors suddenly burst open, and being dragged in by two men is a very bloody, beaten, and gagged Patrick.
4: It took some work, but we got the truth out of him, and we felt that it was only fair that we offer you the task of executing this punishment. The two men drag Patrick across the room and
0: drop him at Liel's feet. Kneeling in front of her, Patrick looks
4: up at Liel, tears streaming down his face.
2: What is his punishment to be?
4: The company does not tolerate traitors. His punishment is to be Death. Death? I would think with the severity of his betrayal, you of all people would agree.
0: The High Commander approaches Liel, slowly pulling out his own sword and holds it out for
4: Liel to take.
2: You want me to kill him?
4: Yes. It's only fair that you, who are the most manipulated and abused, be the one to exact justice.
1: I I
2: can't
4: it is the will of the council for you to prove your loyalty once and for all that our trust is not misplaced Liel takes the sword in hand
0: and stares at it blankly then turning her gaze towards Patrick she holds the sword up to
4: him and begins weeping Prove your loyalty, Liel, or prove yourself an accomplice. And it's then when Liel
0: realizes that as she is shuffling down this tight corridor, that this cloud form of hers is weeping. She pushes on. Finally, after composing herself. She suddenly realizes that she empties out. Back. Into the hall. And turning and looking out of a. Two foot diameter hole in the wall. She sees that double stairway and can catch just a glimpse of that first brass hammered door to appear as if it was made out of a river of blood. Sweet. And also, she hears voices. <gasps> Snap.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, can I tell how close they are to me?
0: Uh, by the way they're echoing off the walls, no. It does Shit. not seem that you can.
2: All right. I don't see anything in either direction when I peer out? Nope. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, All right. Then I'm just going to book it back the way I came as fast as I can go.
0: And... You will get just through the brass doors oh, like that brass gate, <laughs> maybe ten, fifteen feet past it before when it pops off. It dismisses of its own accord.
2: <laughs> and I fall to the floor. Close. Ow Holy Jeez. Alright, well So if we go all the way down and to the where the beach is and shimmy our way or well float I guess through that tight squeeze in the end it dumps out at the double stairs where we first came in problem is there's voices so I think our uh, red haired friend is definitely closing in
1: so not a way out of here
2: uh it could be I mean are we gaseous form are you kind of like invisible or no
4: You're not invisible. You just look
2: like a cloud of smoke.
4: Yes. Oh, snap. Are we all still in the... um,
1: Yeah. The blood... The blood... The blood trough room. Yep, the blood trough room.
4: All right, she comes back, says that, so then I will say we can just go up and out.
1: So, Liana lied. There was no way off the island here. She had some other motive.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I would hate for that to be true. I don't know of any other... If that's the case, I don't have any other ideas.
2: What, uh, what is... What is this right here?
1: I think that was... They were alcoves. Did those little alcoves have statues?
0: Right, right where? I'm sorry?
1: Right here. F.
0: Oh, uh, that... Oh, no, no, there was a trap door, and Ronan and and I couldn't get it open. you you had found, Mm -hmm. and you weren't able to pull it open.
1: That's what it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, there was like something there, but we didn't know what was past it. Yeah, so back in that very first room where there were like the zombie crocodile people or whatever they were, right? What were they? Were they zombie. I thought they were snakes. Were they snake folk skeletons? Yeah, they were. Okay. On the bridge, there was the little alcove, and Ronan and I found a trap door in one of the alcoves. But we couldn't figure out how to get it open, so we just kept exploring.
4: Correct. So game plan, let's get the hell out of here. Let's go up and out. Let's...
2: So we don't think this area right here is worth exploring? We're trying to get to? (sighs)
1: <sighs> Probably not. Okay.
2: Then yeah, let's cut our losses and head out.
4: I <laughs> uh, just say, I mean, this is going to be the most important room, and the the scrolls and everything that we found in the 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 creepy room where I almost got turned into a demon thingy. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I'm assuming um,
3: that was the most important stuff. <laughs> um, was there a scroll that was unidentified? Was there like a divine scroll? No, no, it was just the uh, Aslanti
4: slash. Uh, snake people writing.
0: Oh, okay. well, no. There was also in the chest itself the one that almost got you with that curse. Uh-huh. There was the scroll of divination and a scroll of restoration. Oh, yeah, oh, those. S- yeah. but they've been uh, they identified. Yes, yeah. they have been
4: identified. Okay. Um, and then something else.
1: Uh, a card from a deck of illusions yes. that will create the illusion of a dinosaur, a candle of truth, and incense of meditation.
4: Yes. Um, let's
1: let's. Whoa. Disappointing that Lyanna lied, of course, but what? Oh, I guess we not shouldn't have surprising. Although not that surprising, but we have maybe what she came here looking for.
3: What would we have?
1: The the stash that was in the altar room. Maybe I don't. I mean, why else would she come here? What would she want with those? Though they're not exactly. Maybe this. Maybe CoGrim or Nim can decode the scrolls that Ronan found on the ground. Maybe that's what she was looking for. But possible. either way, we don't want to get caught by her and whatever the red-haired man is. <laughs> I agree that it seems like we should just go up and out at this point and make another plan, I suppose. It's the only option we have right now.
4: What's it's to say, bad. were we able to... We <clears throat> we were able to get the water to part. Can we get the water to not do that anymore?
3: Unpart maybe drown them
2: yeah it's worth a shot
3: i mean if we somehow maybe
4: destroy the statue in some way that they can't turn into a gaseous form and just float up and out essentially they're trapped down here right
2: one would hope logic would dictate
3: also what do you think the blood has to do with anything
2: Well, it's a vampire Vampire temple. Vampire demon. And it's a temple. If they worshipped here, the blood would stand... I mean, that was part of their ritual.
3: But if the blood wasn't going into the water, do you think that would have an effect on the island? I mean, this island is pretty messed up. (laughs) (laughs) We've been having nightmares since we got here.
1: Uh, Don't remind me.
3: Do you think there's a way to, like, stop it from bleeding everywhere?
1: Well, we know that the altar is magical. But I don't know that it's, um... Do we really have the time to figure out how to turn it off? Right.
0: Uh, when you all say that, Jask just looks at you and
3: goes, Um, you could just destroy it. That was c- that was going to be my next suggestion. Is if we can't blow it up, can we point it in a different direction? Mm. But is
1: that worth it?
3: I would think so. I mean, it's evil.
1: Fair enough. Well, oi,
2: rounding, mm? you can make a hammer, right?
3: Uh, yeah. Let me
4: think. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All All right, right, well. As one's made, like, right in front of you. Swing away, friend.
1: Just like those skeleton kiddos, shall we?
4: All right, bashing the kiddos. (laughs) Uh -uh. And uh,
1: just like those really impressive guys you see that, like, take turns hammering those big metal spikes into the ground. Mm. Ronan and I smash it to bits.
0: You start working on the altar?
1: Yeah. Uh
3: All right. Um, Real quick, the doors that come in here, they open or closed?
0: Uh, These doors immediately in front of you. Are open. Can I close them? Yes, you can. Uh, And also these doors here, the ones that uh, are to the wonderful blood pool room Mm -hmm. where the scythes were, closed. That is closed. Okay.
3: Okay. Well,
0: and (laughs) as you begin to smash through, uh, you won't have any. I mean, it'll it'll take a little bit of time, about five minutes. Um,
4: I've been working on the railroad. And
0: as you begin to work and you can start to break pieces off bit by bit, a couple of things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First,
2: <laughs> you're cursed.
0: No.
1: Oh, we're blessed. <laughs>
0: Nim, mm. you're by this door that you just closed. Hell yeah. As they're beginning to work on it, on the, on the altar, you hear the door oh no. that you just closed mechanically lock. Like internal bars, like an internal locking oh. mechanism clicks into place. Son of as Ronan and Ade continue to smash this altar.
2: Jask, what did you just
1: get us to do?
0: <laughs> as you break pieces off. It is not stone inside.
1: Oh, no. Uh
0: oh. It is flesh.
1: Yeah, I was afraid you were going to say that.
0: And as you begin to break it, more and more blood continues to flow out.
1: Nim, you've led us astray.
0: Until you finally gosh, get gosh, to the last gosh, few gosh, yeah. bits and you break it and it cracks in two. I oh, know, it's and squishing at this point. <laughs> both of you both of you are drenched as a wave of blood just comes exploding (laughs) out of it. The amount
2: of diseases. (laughs)
0: Explodes out of it, covering you two, filling up the trough and sending a rush of this blood water out through the room and roaring down into that lower cavern. But when that happens, you're each of you are hit with this invisible wave of force, almost as if the altar itself just goes boom, as it almost knocks some of you over. And you look at it, and the blood that is in the trough immediately starts to turn black. Mm. Uh-oh. As if, and Nim, I'm sure you cast Detect Magic, mm-hmm. and you no longer detect magic coming radiating in this room.
3: Yeah, the burner was like in the other room is now turned off.
0: Yeah, and then you start to hear uh, people pushing on the door
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's from valid. that pathway. We made a lot of noise. What? Mm-hmm. They got through the other room already.
2: If they knew, al- if they already knew how to do it. Bitches.
0: <laughs> Remember, you you were working on this altar for about five minutes.
2: Uh I think it's Tom we make a quick getaway. Uh huh.
0: So how do you plan on doing it?
2: Uh let's go. Up and out. Everybody up on the altar. Alright. Hands out, where's the knife?
0: <laughs> so one at a time you all cut yourself, touch this statue, turn to gas and go up the flue.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Alright. Cool. Who's the last one to go? I'm curious. Does Any of you volunteer to be the last one? I'll volunteer. Alright, Ade. Uh the last thing you see before you disappear up the flue is Liana walking into the room, sees you and screams in anger.
1: Oh boy.
3: As you <laughs> go Suck
1: it. Up. flipper the bird.
3: <laughs> the gas bird. The
1: gas bird.
0: With that, I'm going to go... We're going to go back to the island of Smuggler Shiv.
1: Oh, boy. But now they're going to just follow right behind us.
0: They
3: don't know.
1: Yeah, but if she figured out how to get through the blood room, she probably Mm. knows how to use the statue.
3: Uh, okay. We... I don't...
1: uh. You're assuming (laughs) she knows the key to the trapped room, but not the key to the magical altar? Both
3: of these we figured out by accident. Right. And
4: also, this is the huge... um, yeah, but, um, they can turn into gas, sure. But we just plug the hole. Yep.
1: Fair enough. Ronan hammers again.
4: Yeah, I, that's what immediately I was gonna like. She's gonna pop out. I'm just gonna like cool, and just cave in the like the hole.
0: So you cave it in behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Once again, you hear very faintly, just. Screams of anger <laughs> coming from down beneath you.
4: I will find then like the biggest rock that like maybe a couple of us can pick up and oh, then yeah. just put it on top of the
2: just
1: for Yeah, goodness. we'll roll yeah. it over there. Yeah, okay. Seal it
2: nice and tight.
0: <laughs> and I need all of you mm-hmm. to give me a perception check. Sure. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ten. Ten. Hmm. <sighs>
2: 10. Oh, Sophia.
0: You okay, Sophia got her two. Let's fine. Let's move roll, on.
4: Rolled a three. Yep. <laughs> did I really do the best with an 11? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was R- hoping John, I was roll for
0: our NPCs. We
2: need help. <laughs> Indeed. Kogram. What did you see?
0: Well, one of them just rolled a netty 20. Oh, God oh, thank, God. oh thank God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're all standing here bewildered in an Ishiru. E- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, truly. <laughs>
0: Of course, Sasha. Yeah, I
1: knew uh, it. Yeah.
0: So remember what I said that at this point, it's like the, the highland. Like you're at a higher point on this island. Mm-hmm. There are still some, uh, some hills around you, so you can't see completely around this island. But in a uh, southwesterly position on this island, so going out to the sea, uh, if you look on the map, I will put it right about here. And right. remember, can you see the map?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, where? Zoom okay.
0: out. I'm writing like a little circle all the way in the bottom
1: oh, left hand oh, side yeah. of west.
0: the map. Out, out in mm-hmm. the, the out in the water.
1: Mm-hmm. Sort of out towards the first set of Aslanti ruins. Correct.
0: Okay. Correct. And rem- and the sky.
1: Where oh, you yeah, are that's right.
0: is still arcing blue lightning.
1: Oh, oh, I forgot it was terrible out here.
0: Except it's
1: windy and. Except,
0: awful. you look out while the valley is open, or like the ocean is still held back. You look down and you remember seeing all the cannibals coming down. Mm-hmm. All you see is by the door, the black door, just these bloody piles of bodies.
1: Uh, what? Wait, he saw a bunch of cannibals?
0: He saw four four other cannibals along with the red-haired man. Yeah. And, and you see four, oh. four bloody corpses
4: outside of the door.
2: Was Liel with the them p- when you first... Le- oh, yeah, I'm Liel. <laughs> 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 Was Liana with them when you saw them?
4: Yeah. I, I believe they were all together, right? Yeah. Red-haired, and the- Liana... Four cannibals.
1: Some of the cannibals we came across were terrified of the red-haired man, so I was surprised to see that there were well, they were terrified of. The well, but like, Unless do they know they the, do the difference? It, that's but that's
2: that begs the question. I think, do. They do. Are they aligned right. with the red-haired man, and right. they don't know? They knew this wasn't him, or?
0: But here is the biggest piece of information.
2: Oh no! So, wait, are there four? Are there four bodies laying outside? There are the four door? bodies
0: oh. laying outside the door, but that's not the biggest thing because looking out in that, that southwesterly position out in the open ocean, you see headed your way or more rather headed towards that blue arcing light towards the sky almost like it's a lighthouse beacon, you see a black-sailed ship a what? parked just outside of the bay.
4: Must get there.
1: When you say headed towards the lightning... You mean like into the sky or no? Like oh, in the ocean, the okay.
0: it is sailing towards the ocean.
2: No, towards the ocean. I'm sorry. Scratch
0: towards that. Towards the island. Yeah, towards the island.
2: Okay. A black sailed ship. The, okay. Obviously, it was stone, and you can't tell colors. But does the ship at all resemble what we saw in the pictures in the in the blood room in the cave? No. Interesting. Ooh. It's Jack Sparrow coming <laughs> to rescue us. <laughs>
0: However, you recognize the color pattern of these sails.
2: What? Mm. Uh, I, oh, my gosh.
0: Liel realizes that this is one of her society ships.
1: Are you serious? Ooh, Liel's backstory comes to What are to they doing here? They're here to rescue you.
2: That was not part of the plan. <laughs> Let
0: me see, and then who else saw it, it was Sasha. She saw it. And she you just hear her was. say a ship. There's 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 actually a ship.
2: And it's heading our way. A ghost ship or
0: No No like a, an actual ship.
2: No. That's our ticket off this island. We have to somehow stop this storm storm stone thing otherwise they're gonna end up the same way we did
3: oh yeah because we had a storm before we crash
2: how close to we are are we to where that thing is
3: oh this boat is easily
2: no I'm talking about us to the the tide stone uh, tide stone
0: uh, from where you are to, to the Tidestone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah um, uh, remember, so you popped out at just the next finger over. Okay. So the Tidestone, you'd have to go back to the mainland and then go back out that finger again.
2: Okay. Um, All okay. right. That boat is our ticket out of here. And if we don't stop this Tidestone, it's going to end up the same way we did.
3: But didn't you make it sound like the ship was heading to the lightning? Yes. Almost as if it was a beacon. And the lightning, is it where the ritual took place, or is it somewhere else? It's where the ritual took place. So it's... It's
1: it's going to make its way along the bottom of the island? Is that the idea? Yeah. Mm.
3: I mean, regardless, we need to get there anyways. Well, do
4: we need to stop the lightning, or do we just get on the boat and get the hell out of here?
0: Well, the boat at this point is still a couple thousand feet offshore.
1: And, <clears throat> right. and where are we going to... Oh, And where are we going to intercept the boat is the question. Like, we either need to get water back into this channel and let it come all the way here and hope Liana and the red-haired man don't come out first. Or we need to go back across the broken bridge, down and somewhere to get to it, right?
4: Let's not make it difficult. Let's, I mean, we've got time. It's still far enough away. Let's get to shore. Let's start lighting everything on fire.
2: Uh, I was thinking it. He said it.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Where do you want to go? I don't
2: understand. Rega- Here's the thing, though. This this tidestone causing this storm. It, it, I still. I'm...
0: So so the storm here is very very localized. It is just over where you're standing. It it does not span the entire... Like, the actual storm (laughs) itself does not span the entire island. Okay, so we need to
2: get away from this area and light a beacon away from this area so that they go towards
1: that and not the storm.
3: Unless they're here specifically for that and wouldn't care about a beacon.
1: In which case, we need to potentially allow water back into this inlet because the the whole thing is free of water right now. Hmm. That's how we got down and walked across the coral to the door in the first place. Oh, I
4: thought it was more of like a parting of the Red Sea. You
1: no, know, the whole thing is empty, right?
0: Uh, about half of this is, is emptied out.
1: So we're back to plan A of stopping the Toddstone.
0: So water can flood back in.
1: Right, so the boat can get here. But that leaves us with the problem that the boat is still fairly far away. And Liana and the red-haired man are down there. Granted, we think we have them trapped, but like, I don't really want to hang around and find out. You know what? John, where on the map
3: is the Tidestone?
0: Do you see where it's marked Ruins? On the map, if you were to zoom in right where you are on the main, like what I have pulled up on the screen, Mm -hmm. where it says Ruins, that is where the Tidestone is. Oh, so we're not
3: where we are.
1: Uh, I mean, we're basically where we yeah, are. Yeah,
0: you're basically right there. Because like, you
1: remember, Dana, it was like, he said there were like little fingers of land jutting out, yeah. and the ruins were on one of them, and the door was at the bottom of the next one over, so we went like up, straight up, and are in this finger, and the ruin is over here on this finger. So like, we're maybe like maybe a thousand feet away from it.
0: Not even. Uh, as okay. like walking distance. Yeah, walking okay. distance, yeah. All right. yeah.
1: We're only like a hundred feet away from it as the crow flies, but like Correct. to walk around would be, you know, Correct. a little longer.
3: Well then, <clears throat> let's make our way to the Tidestone.
1: To the Tidestone.
3: And then make choices once we get there. Alright. Uh, you're able
0: to make it to the Tidestone without any sort of hindrance, and you arrive at this familiar place. Um, what do you want to do?
1: While some people look at the Tidestone, can I ask Kogrim to look at the papers that we found and just see if there's anything like of immediate import, like about getting off the island, or I don't know anything. Um, so I'm we're multitasking. Start <laughs>
2: examining the the stones themselves, seeing if there's any way we can push them over, knock them over, start beating them with a hammer,
3: or like just do the ritual again. can we just stop the water? That's
4: there's water flowing, right, from point A to point B, and like those small little troughs.
3: Yeah, but I thought it was like glowy ethereal water that you couldn't interact with.
4: Uh, I don't know. I'm going to just try and stop it with my hand. Okay.
0: Um, so a couple things. Uh, you're going to try to do, stop it with your hand. Okay. That's what I've got there. Um, Liel, you're wanting to look at this and see if there's a way you can either just disable it or turn it off. Um, uh, give me a fitting skill check for that. Whatever you think would be best along the vein of whatever you want to accomplish. Perception,
2: I guess, because that's all I have. I don't have engineering or anything like that.
0: Okay, then um, go ahead and give me that. And then Cogram wants to take a look at these scrolls. Okay, can he give me a linguistics? Yep, yep, yep. And then Nim, what are you wanting to do?
3: Mm. I don't know, John.
2: Twenty-five perception. W-
3: wait to see if any of this stuff works, and then judge it afterwards. <laughs>
1: 23 linguistics.
3: Okay,
0: 23 linguistics. A uh, 20-something perception?
1: 25.
0: 25 perception. And you're just sticking your hand in. Okay. All right, so putting your hand in it doesn't seem to work. Mm-hmm. Nim points out that it's like this ethereal thing. It just seems like it just kind of passes through your fingers, even though you're trying to keep your hand together and block it. Mm-hmm. Um, Liel, with a 25, you're looking at this and while you don't necessarily see any way of, like, breaking this, I mean, everything is very, I mean, these, the main tidestones around the outside edge are hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Um, well,
2: I mean, I'm thinking, like, smash the altar in the middle, like how they did down in the
0: Yeah, cave. maybe breaking the middle might work. Um, and then for Kogrim, you, uh, you hear him as he, as he pulls out a couple... Couple pages, and um, he he gets only he's really only one word that like because he's having to, I mean translating things takes mm-hmm. you know and according to Pathfinder you the rules takes a, a rather long and lengthy time to really figure stuff out, but makes sense. Um, however, he is able to find. Uh, a word that he's finding multiple times and he kind of focuses on that and the word is seventh ye
1: oh I see it's a paizo word yes it is (laughs) thanks paizo
0: Uh, so it is spelled s-a-v-e-n-t-h dash yep y-h-i
1: and is that in Aslanti or Serpent Folk or both? Both. Okay. Yeah, does he have any idea what it means? He's going to have to study more. So some sort of proper noun then if it's not like, you know, like a place or a person or something. All right. Well, we'll put those away. Doesn't seem like it'll help us now. And spell craft checks to see if we can know how to reverse the Tidestone.
0: Nim, is there anything you want to do? You see Liel looking at the outside stones not really figuring out anything for the outside stones and focuses her attention on the, on the inner stone. Ronan, um you kind of do the same thing. You're trying to stop the flow of magic which doesn't work.
3: Uh where's the fang at? Who's got the fang?
2: Leo. I got it.
3: Leo. I asked for the fang.
2: I'm pulling my pack and or are going to my pack and pull it out and hand it to you. Okay.
3: I I mess with this fang. Like I go back to the corners where we used it before and Try to fang the pillar. <laughs> okay. Liel, you're going to get very upset with me, but that is the answer. You
0: touch Gosh darn it. the fang yeah. to it.
2: Stupid fang.
0: <laughs> and the all of a sudden, the lightning stops, arcs back down into the obelisk. And the...
2: These stupid, overly simplified puzzles. Yeah.
0: The door, the black door closes as water comes rushing in against it, Sweet. effectively locking that door under hundreds and hundreds of gallons of water.
2: Suck it. Sweet.
0: Now that you've done that, there is something that you notice. Oh, boy. So, you know how there is... how It's always been like that there's been a, a haze kind of hovering over this island? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That haze seems to have been lifted. Color seems to be coming back more brighter, more vibrant to every bit of the island that you see.
1: Interesting. Is the storm dissipating as well?
0: And the storm is dissipating as well.
1: Nim, I think
2: you were on to something with destroying that altar.
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've suspected for days now that something was corrupting the space. And with the tide having
0: flooded back into where it was, what do you want to do now?
2: Uh, Start a signal fire.
0: All right. So...
1: Um, Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Players go
1: first. Do we... (laughs) Careful at that. Do we know whose ship that is? We were assuming they were coming to get us, but... I they, wasn't they,
3: assuming that at all.
1: It's mine.
3: They- what do you mean? It's your ship. You've had
4: a ship this whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, she had it parked she just out back. She was waiting
2: for the perfect <laughs> moment. Biting my time. She just takes keys out. Blip, <laughs> blip. <laughs> 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 no, it's not mine as in mine, but it's the people that sent me. Somehow they figured out we're here and now... They're here, so let's go let them know where we are specifically so they can come pick us up.
4: Who are your people?
2: You'll figure that out when they get here. Let's go. So
1: much for trusting each other.
0: So where do you want to go to build a signal fire? Right here? Somewhere else on the island? Let's just Hold go on,
1: Leo, simplest. you were so mad at Ronan for keeping secrets, and now you're mm-hmm, keeping mm-hmm, secrets mm-hmm. right as we're about to escape.
4: That's what I was going to ask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look how the tables have turned!
4: The turntables have turned.
1: <laughs> not that I'm not grateful your people have come to save us, but I'd like to know what we're getting into after all that we've been through. Look stay here if
2: you want come with me if you want like I said you'll figure out who they are once once they get here but I'm not wasting any more time I'm getting off this island
1: and they'll let us onto their boat
2: yes if I tell them you're with me they'll let you on the boat
1: <laughs> alright
3: okay then well I would say what is the most local spot where we are where they would see us that would be easy to get on a boat
1: probably about where we're at there's the steps and stuff right
2: um, my suggestion would be, like, somewhere on this side of the island, because this was the direction that they were coming in anyways.
0: Mm. Which side of the island?
2: Like, where we're at, like, in this... So, oh.
0: traveling down, like, back across the bridge to the southern end of the island?
4: I mean, that would be the quickest way to Do get Do we off.
1: think we could beat the ship to that point, or... I don't know how fast ships move. If we if we trekked directly across
2: this port, the the whatever this is, and came over here, is this still cliffs over here, or is there, no no that that that's beach? that recedes down to beach? Okay. Um, how quickly could we do that?
0: You'd have to hustle, but you could, you could.
2: We could get we could yeah. get across and yeah, over you to this it. this side. Yeah, you could make it. Um, that is my suggestion, is that we basically head almost, uh, directly east to the other side of this outcropping and start a signal fire on the beach over here.
3: Let's do it. Yep.
0: All right. So, I will fast forward through time as you all... (laughs) (laughs) no
2: more
1: bells (laughs) hallelujah
0: so you get to this side of the island and you light the signal fire and if you would have just gone straight south you would have missed the boat Mm. but because the boat had to then tack against the wind then it makes slower progress sweet so you did manage to catch them in time. You Phew. you light the fire. They don't pull all the way up to... I mean, obviously, it's a well, larger yeah, ship. I was
1: gonna
0: say. Um, <laughs>
1: just They just ground themselves. Running aground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're here! <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, that didn't help. <laughs>
1: and now you're staying. Here yeah. <laughs> come the rowboats.
0: They... And as the ship turns the corner, um, I need... Everyone except for Liel to give me a sense motive.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah! Give
3: me that sense. I
1: don't dirty like twenty is going.
3: Six dirty twenty.
4: 22.
3: 22. Wow, these are some strong senses over here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
4: We suspicious. Takes a hustler to know a hustler. Nim. (laughs) uh Uh-huh.
0: You're just excited. Yeah, yeah. That
4: you're
0: you're finally... (laughs) It's a boat. It's a boat. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be on a boat. However, Ade and Ronan, as you look around at the rest of your party um including the other four the expanded four you note that Ishru actually has a cold sweat
1: oh boy
0: on his mm. brow mm. and as the boat pulls up closer and you can see them as they let down like they're close enough now to where they let down their uh their little what is it called dinghy
1: Rowboats, I, yeah, yeah. They're,
0: yeah, they're rowboat to be able to reach shore. <coughs> and they start to swim, or er, swim. They get in their <laughs> boat, and then they swim to you. No. Um, Putting
2: in the extra effort at, there. Yeah,
0: as they begin to row to you. I need from Kogrim and Ade. Mm-hmm. Screw it, everybody. <laughs> I just need everybody to give me a knowledge history. 22. Because there's a flag that's hanging from the ship as its identifier.
2: Oh, I don't need to do this then.
4: (laughs) Would I have any bonuses to this? Fourteen. Fourteen? Nine, unless I get any, like, cool bonuses, because I'm part of, like...
1: The fourteen was Kogrim's, if it matters.
4: Stuff. What did you get, Ade?
1: Like a two. I rolled a one. (laughs)
0: And Nim, Co- 22.
1: Mind you that Kogrim um, has profession sailor. He loves the sea. So if you want to like, you know, be nice.
0: <laughs> so I will say this. Right now, I have the same feeling as when I thought that Ronan was going to fail that save. That where he was going to be horrendously cursed. Bode
1: well. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> We're all about to get horrendously cursed.
0: Nim. Mm-hmm. So the flag that you see hanging from the back and Ida you see it It doesn't register with you no nope. Ronan it doesn't register with you either but Cogram grabs your hand as you realize and I would say that all of you would know who this ship belongs to as the, the flag is a green flag and a Golden compass is set on the flag, and wound around the compass is a snake. And you realize it is the symbol of the Aspis Consortium. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Go ahead. Make a, make, a, make a joke, Brandon.
4: No. <laughs> the ass piss? <laughs> There's not even a joke there of the ass piss.
1: Who would make a joke about that? Like, that would be childish.
4: Ass. <laughs> and... <laughs> piss.
1: Not my idea. You see, Ade break out in a cold sweat. <laughs>
0: I told you. I told you there was gonna. this was going to be one heck of an ending to the book. That's hilarious. As the boat pulls out and gets within hearing of you, and you hear uh, a man from the boat,
4: How long have you been here?
0: Are you looking for a ride?
1: Oh. <laughs> do you the- I recognize who it is?
0: You do not recognize who it is. The
1: heavy ball of anxiety is making Ade so nauseous right now. It's just... Dread, just utter dread. I don't recognize who it is at all.
0: You don't recognize who it is.
4: Are you willing to provide one?
0: Oh, yes, yes, of course. I mean, might be for a small price. Uh, tell you what, the price might be what caused that flash of light earlier and um, any idea what happened with the island
4: itself. Crazy story. Tell you all about it once we're on the boat. Let's go, everybody.
3: (laughs) Well,
0: let's at least get some names before we welcome you on our ship.
2: Uh, how about we get your names
0: first? Of course. That's easy enough. I am the first mate. You may call me the first mate.
3: (laughs) Well, First, mate. It's a Say to meet this you. one
0: gets it. The little one gets it perfectly fine right
3: there. My name is Nim Pendlefoot.
0: Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Nim.
3: Pleasure to meet you.
0: And the rest of you. Is he kind of doing that? I'm going to hold my chin out and puff my chest, my chest out a little bit because I know I'm in an advantageous situation over you. What about the rest of you?
4: Mm. All right. I mean,. I just let, put out my hand, and I try and act a little bit more friendly towards him. Name's Jack. Thanks for giving us a ride. I pat him on the back, and then I get on one of the paddle boats. <laughs> little paddle boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, well,
0: good to see you, Jack.
2: Uh, first might. Yes? Who happens to be the captain of uh, your good ship there?
0: Oh, I am pleased to tell you that you will soon be in the company, and I will warn you. He doesn't take kindly to people poking fun at his name. Gets a little personal about it if you, you catch my drift.
3: <laughs> I, I can relate. I was born with the name Mimble. Look at my leg. I haven't been nimble in a long time.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's... Uh, your parents had a sick sense of humor, that.
3: <laughs> that's not what I would describe it as, but, you know, I'm glad we're on the same page. Well, at least with us. Yes. <laughs> it would be.
0: Uh, so, his, his name. I, I apologize. I got distracted by your not-wonderful friend here. His name is Captain Conkiss. <laughs> like I said, please be aware of what you say around him.
2: Do I, I do I his recognize his name?
0: You do not. I don't at all. And for all of you there, I mean, now that you guys know, you know that there are certain aspects of uh, the Aspis Consortium that are kind of telltale.
1: Yeah, why don't you fill our listeners in?
0: So uh, if you're a listener, the Aspis Consortium is... Oh, gosh. They would be... They're
2: basically a mercenary version of the Pathfinder Society.
0: Very much so, except that they are mostly in the game of finding artifacts and relics for their own personal gain. Uh, it is uh, a company that is very much cutthroat. In some nations, actually has somewhat of a, a good name, a professional name at the very least. But generally speaking, are held in a in a high form of distaste because of the... Uh, the uh turncoat mode that they typically take as a company and as individuals
2: they're based they're a neutrally aligned company so i mean it really is just kind of what comes down to
0: the own the own personal ambitions of whoever is running it.
2: yeah benefits the company and whether it does good for other people or bad for other people um like they're described as um they might like on the Pathfinder wiki that you can find on them. They're described as, you know, while sometimes they might sell weapons to both sides in a conflict, they might have also had a hand in starting it. They might do something good by providing desperately needed food for like a famine struck area without people knowing that they actually kind of helped cause the drought. (laughs) Mm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) they are profiteers at mm -hmm, best. mm
2: -hmm. Correct.
0: So, um, those of you like Nim and Kogram and Ade, you would know that one of the telltale signs of a member of them is typically on their person. Not always revealed, but they have some sort that some form of insignia on them.
1: It's like a coin or a badge or something. It could be right? a coin,
0: it could be a badge. Sometimes it's actually imprinted it's, on it's items like you, a pocket. Well,
2: watch. it's usually like a metal badge, yeah. and they're colored for ranks.
0: Yeah. Um, if you quickly, I'm I'm assuming because you guys know who this is, what they are, you give them a quick visual once over. <laughs> you do not see any pins on the first mate hmm. on this first mate pins. No. You don't see any like pins. A badge you don't. For the yeah, aspis. But you don't see like any sort of oh. metal. Or, so, okay. so they have
1: like bronze, silver, gold. And whatever. So whereas
2: the Pathfinder Society, they wear their their wayfinder, wayfinder symbol. Their compass out for people to see, and things like that. Aspis. Tip, Aspas agents typically hide it on their person. They don't yeah. typically wear it out for others to see. Do you wonder why? Right.
0: <laughs> so, this is the situation that, as a listener, if you're a little unsure of what's going on, this is what the party has walked in on.
1: Very stressful.
2: I'm going to walk up... All right, he's on the beach now? Yeah,
0: he's on the beach standing with you.
2: Okay, I'm going to walk up to the first mate and... Me speak very closely to him so as not to, like, be super overheard by others. Um, but I'm going to look at him, and we know what ship you come with.
0: Show me your identification. So I don't quite see what you're getting at there, miss. Um, I don't really seem to have anything on me. Uh, the only bit of identification that I really need is this here trusty sword, as he pats his side. That and the good word of the captain. So
2: you bear a, the flag with a specific meaning, and yet you don't know who you should sail for.
0: No, no, he he flies the flag. I just manage the ship. That's all. So you were hired.
3: I don't understand why we not all getting on this ship right now <laughs> <laughs> because uh, we've dealt with a lot of terrible things, <laughs> and I feel like this boat can't be as bad as everything that's been on the ship. So well, why don't we just get is on Is Nim trip? actually saying this? This is everything Nim is saying okay. out yeah. loud. Yeah.
0: Well, mister, I'm sorry. Pendlefoot. Was, Pendlefoot, you have, please, jump right aboard. Well, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> hop? No, that's not right either. Um, that's all right, sir.
4: If why I see Nim, like, struggling, I'm going to help you in the boat.
0: Okay. Climb aboard, be good, sir. Thank you. And the rest of you, you there's plenty of space. Or shall I leave you behind?
2: Uh, no, I think we'll join you.
0: That's the spirit. So he smiles and he has a simple, he has a gold tooth right. hanging out of his mouth.
2: <laughs> you are super sus right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, all, all, climb on in as you all. I'm sure some of you very quietly climb in. What's wrong, Sophia?
1: Ade is so uncomfortable. I don't know if we've touched on this part of her backstory yet. Ade is so uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, you come from Mowangi.
1: I sure do. <laughs>
0: and as you float out, you hear the first mate just kind of humming a little tune to himself. And it's besides him; it's mostly quiet, besides the splashing of the oars into the ocean.
4: And do I recognize the hum? <laughs> no,
3: Not it's, the it's joyous just it's rescue like we just
0: like a tuneless. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
4: try and I'm gonna try and
1: hum along. <laughs> what <laughs> the heck is this guy? Give he's me a give me a performance, friends. absolutely. Oh, now he wants to. He's make just
2: friends. he's making friends, apparently. We
4: need to. Uh, performance. Yeah, I don't want to be
2: hearing about how I'm an opportunist.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: it's roll. the best damn humming you've ever heard. He's What'd the you get? Voice of Nat an angel. Twenty for a what? A t- nap 20.
2: <laughs> the voice of an angel.
0: Wow. Okay. So he turns. He didn't look like someone who would know this one.
4: Oh, it's one of my favorites. Hey. I can't. We might. Leal just uh...
2: kind of exchanges a very, like, tense glance with Adiv. Like, really? You what
0: might look a about. little, uh, sun bleached, but.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. You might, you might fit right in. Ah,
4: I, I like
3: to hear it.
0: You're not, you're very much like our captain. As that's an honor. And as you get up to <laughs> the oh, no. boat and you climb aboard, you know it's a large ship. Um, you, it's actually probably about twice the size of the Genevieve.
2: Oh wow! Okay.
0: This is a very that's large big. ship. It's very big. And the captain walks out and if any of you have seen any of the Pirates of the Caribbean (laughs) Mm. he has this grand walk out as you are looking at roughly a six and a half foot tall half orc (sighs) pistols laid across his chest Mm. and a gold Aspis symbol on his chest As he Stands there and goes Right And what are your names Right Yes sir captain sir I didn't Ask you
3: um, can you guys remind me of what what the captain's name was? I tried to write it down and Cron- then I got it Cron- Cron- Cornwallis Concus
2: Concus. Oh.
3: <laughs> I was going to call him Cornwallis
4: uh, Concus
2: Concus. Concus. Okay.
3: Concus. It's a very uh... Concus. Uh, Nim's the first to speak up. It says, "Captain Concus, my name is Nim. Nim Pendlefoot. It's a pleasure to meet you, Pendlefoot." Mm-hmm. And you, as he turns to
0: Ade you Adeyemi This one here As he points at the dwarf
1: Kogrim introducing himself by his first name only Kogrim
0: Looks at this Pale Skinned man
4: How you doing captain? Name's Jack
0: And then turns and looks at you Liel
2: my name is Liel, sir.
0: Liel hmm. And you as he points past all of you. I knew you Oh dear Ishru
1: uh-huh.
0: as he stands up to his full height nice. and bellows at the top of his lungs.
4: Take them all. Hmm.
0: Throw them all in the brig. Besides that one, as he points at Liel. And that, oh, my give friends... Liel the
1: dirtiest look.
0: That is how we will end book one.
1: You said they would let us on the boat! Liar!
3: We're on the boat. We're, the boat. We're just in the brig. Ah! We're on a boat... Going somewhere that's not poem. the island.
2: <laughs> Nim's just like, I'm happy to be here.
3: True.